0: Hello and welcome to the Conscious Conversations podcast, a place where spirituality is made practical. My name is Karina Gutierrez and I'll be your guide, your host, and your new virtual friend throughout each and every show. Let's dive right in. I had a setup for the episode that I was going to release this Friday and something told me not to release that episode, which was an interview with a a woman in Miami. I chose to do this one instead, impromptu, because I've been noticing a huge shift in the collective, particularly with women who date men, and these women are out here saying that all men are trash and that it's really hard to date right now, and they're just having a really hard time. So this is what this episode is about. This is for women that are looking to attract a conscious relationship and understand maybe what's getting in the way of that so i'm going to highlight three ways that you can attract this conscious relationship so take notes this is going to be something that you want to come back to so first of all what is a conscious relationship a conscious relationship is about two people who are self-aware of themselves and they're also self-aware about what they want in a relationship so they come in with a set of rules standards instructions boundaries they know how they want to be loved And they know how they are going to be giving love. It's consciously chosen. It's not a default program. So it's not just the first person that calls you pretty. And it's not about dating the first person that introduces you to their parents. No, a conscious relationship is about choosing the relationship deliberately, not by default. So I used to choose relationships by default, and therefore, all of my relationships were very superficial level, they didn't have any depth, and that's why none of them could pass beyond three months, because I was just chasing a high, and inevitably, we all know the passion, the high, dies down, and then what you have is (laughs) the truth, right, past the honeymoon phase. Relationships typically last when there's a deeper connection, and I wasn't taking the time to foster that, because I had no idea what I wanted. I had never taken the time to sit down and say, this is how I desire to be loved. And this is how I am going to be showing up for someone. This is what I got. And by the way, if you haven't listened to my episode on attachment styles, I highly recommend doing that because the way that we attach, you know, these emotional attachments are directly tied to the ways that we will attract a conscious relationship. So let's get into these three steps. Step number one is to map out the three entities of the relationship. Because fun fact, every relationship has three entities. It has you, it has your partner, and it has the unit. One, two, and three. So when I say map out, I mean, let's start off with you. You're going to map out all of the ways that you intend to show up for the relationship. So you can write down the way that you give love, the way that you're going to make your partner feel desired, feel cared for. These are the ways that you are going to show up within the relationship. Then number two, you map out the ways that your partner shows up for you, ideally, right? Because you're doing this before attracting the relationship. So you write down the ideal way that they are going to show up with you, how they're going to make you feel sexy, loved, cared for, all of the ways that this person shows up for you. Do they give you gifts? Do they surprise you with trips? Do they surprise you with words of affirmations, poems? Like what is it that you want them to do for you? And then last part, you map out the entity of the relationship so what values is your relationship grounded on what things do you do together what's the vision for the future are we having kids are we not having kids are we moving in at a certain date are we are we traveling abroad are we staying in the same city this is the entity the unit where you two are going as a unit do you have a shared vision together you know what what comes together and this part is really really important because you are an individual they are an individual And together you create another entity that you need to be clear on because that's what connects you together. So on all of my first dates, once I mapped out all three of these, I would talk about where I was at and I would say, hey, this is me. Essentially, this is this is how you can expect love from me. And this is what I'm looking for. So tell me about you. What are you looking for? What's your 3-year plan? What's your 5-year plan? Do you plan to live here forever? Do you plan to have kids? Do you plan to to travel? What what do you enjoy? What do you want is what do you want within a relationship? And listen, not everyone is going to love these questions. I was pretty ruthless. I used to ask these questions on the very first date only because I wanted to weed out the people that weren't looking to get into something serious. So, acknowledge that not everyone is going to be on the same page as you. So some people might be like, why is this woman asking these questions so quickly? And some people might be like, oh my God, finally, a woman who knows what she wants, this is what I'm looking for. Oh my God, let's see if it works out. And by the way, once you've had these three things mapped out, it is totally up to you to determine whether those things are non-negotiables. I mean, the fact that you wrote them down probably means that they're non-negotiables. But the reason that I say that is, Be cautious to not mold your standards, to not mold your requirements, just because someone walks in with a pretty face. So here's a little story with that. I highly value traveling for context. Like I love traveling. I grew up traveling. It's something that I will never stop doing, or at least I'll do it for as long as I can because I'm obsessed with learning about different cultures, finding out different foods, different areas, love all of that. So I went on a date with this man and I asked him about traveling. Does he like traveling? Where does he like traveling to? And he said that when he travels, he solely does all-inclusive resorts because he likes to stay in one place, He does not like to explore and he wants everything to just be handed to him. He doesn't want to go out, explore a town, find out what's going on. He just wants to sit by a pool and not have to worry about things. So in that moment, I knew that this was a hard no because travel and exploring and adventure is part of who I am. I seldom do all inclusives because of that. And... While this might seem like something minute, it's something actually extremely important to me. So I knew not to go on a date with this person anymore because traveling is something so, so, so important to me. It's also something that I want to instill into my future kids. So ladies, set your requirements and see who shows up. Step number two, assess how you are showing up to the dating world. Like I said in the beginning, I've been seeing so many women out there that are just saying that there's so many shitty men and what app has the good men. And, you know, I'm part of this Facebook group. It's called Queens, where it's women in Philly. and, And the Facebook group is meant for women to come together and ask questions. And it could be, hey, where's the best nail salon? Or, hey, I'm selling these concert tickets. Or, hey, I'm subletting my apartment, whatever it is. And lately, I've been seeing a lot of women there saying that they've been having these terrible experiences dating that the men are ghosting them, they're catfishing them, they only want one thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And listen, here's my thought to that. And I've actually commented this on one of the posts, which the woman was not happy with. And I said, What if you shifted the way that you were dating? What if you shifted the person that you were being within the dating world? Because technically, what is the common denominator between you? And all of the men that you're dating. Well, the common denominator is you. And therefore, instead of pointing fingers, I wonder what it would look like to turn the mirror on yourself and look within and see, okay, well, what's going on in here? I didn't say that verbatim, by the way, because that's pretty harsh, but but it was something along those lines, pretty way more, way more politically correct. And honestly, I know that this is a hard pill to swallow because for me, I had so many dates go south, but then I realized it was about who I was being. I had to refine the way that I was because I was expecting to attract this king, but Lord knows I was not acting like a queen. So I had to get real with myself and ask myself, what is my behavior actually signaling? What are my words actually signaling? How do I become the queen that attracts a king? And I started to become her. Step number three, practice showing up for yourself. Do not wait for a man to make you feel sexy, to make you feel desired, to make you feel worthy. Take yourself out on a date alone. Yes, I said the word. I said it alone. Go out to a restaurant to a dance class, to a yoga class, just take yourself out and do things that you wouldn't normally do. Because what happens when we do things that we wouldn't normally do, what starts to happen is that we start to break the pattern of our everyday life. And that is what you need. Because I know how draining it can be to go on a series of dates and feel like they're all going south and you're wondering, oh my God, I'm never going to find a relationship. I want to have kids. The biological clock is ticking. I never going to find a partner. I know how draining that is. So get yourself out of that frequency because I promise you that that vibration that you're emitting when you're saying those things are not going to help you attract the ideal partner. However, when you take yourself out and you take care of yourself, you start to radiate. You start to radiate self-confidence, self-assurance, and that is the energy that's going to attract the partner. And you know, you can start small. You can start off by just getting your nails done because it makes you feel good or taking a poll class to try something different, or starting to journal to learn more about yourself and self-reflect. Start to do things differently for yourself. Start to break the pattern. So to recap all of this for you, number one, you wanna map out the three entities of the relationship, you, them, and the unit. Number two, you want to assess how you are showing up to the dating world. So not blaming all the men out there, not blaming the dating apps, but looking at yourself and wondering, okay, why is this what I'm attracting? And by the way, I want to pause here and say that when I made this mindset shift, I promise you I changed my internal reality and that started to reflect externally. And I started to date the most amazing, incredible men because I had shifted myself. And number three, lastly, practice showing up for yourself take yourself out on a date. Don't be shy to be alone because guess what? Alone is when you find yourself, when you know yourself, when you can love yourself, practice being in your own energy. And when you do, you're going to radiate so much self-love, so much inner self-worth that when someone does come along, it's not coming out of lack. It's coming out of pure abundance. You won't be searching for someone to help you feel XYZ, You'll be searching for someone because you'll be saying, you know what, I love myself so much and I can't wait to share this with someone. That's what it'll feel like. It'll feel like a conscious relationship. All right, ladies, send this to a friend that is in the dating world who is going through it. This is how you attract a conscious relationship. All of my information is in the show notes if you wanna learn more about my work and we'll talk soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, there's one super special way that you can give back, and that is by liking and leaving a review. This is how the algorithm gets the message to spread the show. And together we can help people find healing one podcast episode at a time. You can find me on social media at strategic soul or on my website at www.mystrategicsoul.com. I am looking forward to hearing from you, sharing space with you and being on this path together. Ciao